0: My word for you today is the discipline of joy, making minor milestones. Some years ago, uh, my wife and I went to the gym, wanted to make some changes, positive changes in our lives. We decided to go to the gym and subscribe to a gym. And in fact, she brought me there. She wanted me to be fit. She wanted a fit man fit husband. So we went there and we, they gave us trainers and I told my trainer, like the truth, this is not a joke. I told my trainer I want to become like Schwarzenegger. I'm not Schwarzenegger. I want to build muscles and be this huge. And he said, no, you you really don't need that. But that, that was a good start, like to bring my expectations <laughs> down. <laughs> realistic expectations so he gave me a plan he said on monday you'll come and do push-ups and this to build your strength so you'll do everything with your hands to build your strength on wednesday you'll come and build your legs and everything with your legs and then on friday you'll come and do your whole body this and this and you, you don't need to do every day, just three days a week. And then in between, you can do something at home. He gave me a good plan and don't eat this, eat this at home. And it was, a good, it was a good thing. Then I said, okay, that's good. So on Monday, I went and I said, I need to do it faster. Fast is, you know, I want to finish this. Like I want to become what I want to become as quick as I can. So on the first day, and he told me, Every time you do 12 push-ups, you need to rest for, for one minute. Then you do 12 push-ups, then you rest for one minute. You need to rest your muscles. And he gave me everything you do, you need to rest. So, I gave me a good plan. It was really good. On that day, I went for the first time. I said, oh, well that guy doesn't know. I think I need to do everything today. I need to do everything on the first day and do as much as I can to build muscles faster so on that first day instead of doing 12 then i rest i did maybe 50 then i rest 50 then i rest and then i went to this machine and i did like 100 and i went to legs and there 80 and i went to this one i did everything i exaggerated i wanted to become to fulfill all my plan on that day the very first day in the gym and instead of doing the 1 hour I was supposed to do I spent maybe 3 hours there. I was really committed. When I go to the car <laughs> I started to feel like <laughs> I was not I was not myself anymore. <laughs> My bones were like ah I can't even walk. I couldn't like I I became like a robot. Everything became hard. Pain everywhere. Like I couldn't even breathe properly. I went home. I told my wife, she's a good woman, but she just smiled and laughed at me inside. She didn't laugh laugh, laugh, uh, very loudly, but she told me, they didn't tell you to do that. No, I wanted to achieve much. No, 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 no. They didn't tell you to do that. I spent maybe another week at home. I couldn't go back so i i suffered for a week and when i went back i told him the story he said you know what if you want to go far and be successful you should make small milestones at a time just one step at a time but you build them up if you could have started with at least just five push-ups and then you rest and then you go home that day, you did just small. And next day you come, you add on that. You, did, you do seven. The next time you come, you do eight. And then you'll get to the, the 12 that I recommended. And I followed his advice. I followed his advice. And I started slowly, slowly. I started to build up slowly, slowly. Today, I easily do what I wanted to do. I easily do everything that I wanted to do. But it cost It cost me really, uh, it was a lesson I had learned. So, the lesson that I learned from there, without giving too much details to embarrass myself, if you want to improve the quality of your life, don't try to change who you are, change your habit. Most books of um, habit, when they talk to you about habit, they tell you that you need two things to change your habit. You need to change your environment, and then you need to find motivation. Who has heard about that? Have you heard about that? You need to change your environment, and then you need to, change to, to find the motivation to change it. The problem with our environment is not always under our control. Sometimes bad habits in our environment are caused by our family members. How do you change them? Sometimes it's hard to change your family members. In fact, it's almost impossible to change your family members. So they stuck with you always. Sometimes the environment is not always easy to change. If it's a place, you can. If it's, if it's thi- if a things, you can change things. But it's hard to change people around you. So it can be complicated. A motivation is another thing. It's hard to find motivation to do big things. Because you can start... And then you don't see any achievement, and you lose faith, and you, you, you lose motivation. So today, I, I came with um, this process. Because last week, I told you to change your habit. But today, I want to tell you how to change your habit. I want to help you to, to go through that process. At the beginning of the year, everybody, everybody thinking of making their life better, New Year resolutions, and all that. So I'm going to help you to achieve it to give you the tools how to make your life better, how to make those changes you need to change. Making consistent small steps in the right direction leads to major positive changes. We agree on this, just small steps every day, small steps every day. If in my gym thing, I I could just listen to to the trainer and just do small, 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 I, couldn't, I could have avoided a lot of trouble. They say even people hurt themselves by trying to do much, too much, on the first day. So let's just learn how to do things small, small at a time. The main reason why we lose motivation or lose our joy in the process is because we fail to appreciate our minor milestones. So the problem with me was, I thought taking small, small is not really improving. You know, I want to do big so that I can do a big change. So I, I just ignored the small steps and thought by doing big, then I'm making big, big, big changes. But now I've learned that there is a secret in making minor milestones. So the title of our message today is The Discipline of Joy, Making Minor Milestones. Joy does not come to us naturally. Joy does not come to us automatically. Joy is a discipline. Joy is a decision. Joy is a choice. Joy is not human default state of mind. It's not like you just, if you wake up in the morning, you are joyful. You are not born joyful. It's not something that happens to you automatically. That's why there are so many commands in the Bible about celebrating. Why? Because God knows when we celebrate, we produce joy. And our joy produces motivation, and our motivation keeps us moving forward. God commands us to celebrate because he knows if we celebrate, we will become joyful. And if we are joyful, we will be motivated. In fact, joy brings momentum. It gives you momentum. Something is happening, and you keep moving because something is happening. That's why God wants us to celebrate. Nehemiah said in Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 10, Go and enjoy choice food and sweet drinks, and send some to those who have nothing prepared. This day is holy to our Lord. Do not grieve, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. He knew if they become joyful, they will be strong. But how are they going to become joyful if they celebrate? They need to celebrate to make room for joy. They need to make it happen. It will not just happen because he tells them to celebrate. Be joyful. No. Do something about it. Go and drink and eat. And you will become joyful. And then you will be strong. That is what Nehemiah is saying. Celebrate. Joy produces strength. In Exodus chapter 12 verse 14, God's people were taught to celebrate Passover feast. This is the day you are to commemorate. For the generations to come, you shall celebrate it as a festival to the Lord, a lasting ordinance. Exodus 12, 17. Celebrate the festival of unleavened bread because it was on this day that I brought your divisions out of Egypt. Celebrate this day as a lasting ordinance for the generations to come. Why should we celebrate? Because celebration brings joy. Joy brings momentum, momentum brings strength. And we move forward. God 's people were taught to celebrate the new year new year uh, the, the, the year of jubilee leviticus twenty five nine to ten God's people were recommended to sing for joy. I will read this one Psalm hundred shout for joy to the Lord all the earth, worship the Lord with gladness, come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. it is He who made us and We are his, we are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gate with thanksgiving and his court with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Sing for joy. Show some joy, guys. The Bible is commanding us to be joyful. He, he taught us to choose celebration, God wants us to choose celebration. God commands us to choose joy. We are commanded to celebrate Jesus' death and resurrection in a form of communion. It is a celebration, It is not a mourning. Communion is a form of celebration in First Corinthians 11:26. Paul said to the Philippians in Philippians 4.4, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Who can tell another person to be joyful? If it was not an action, you couldn't command it for people. If joy was an emotion, I can't command you to have emotions. You are not actors. Be joyful. Be sad. Cry. No. No. The reason why the Bible commands us to do it is because it's something we can do. We don't feel it. We do it. Joy is something we produce. It is not something we just feel. We are responsible. We are in control of our joy. It is in our hand. We can make it happen or ignore it. The Bible wants us to celebrate because celebration produces joy and joy produces motivation. So I have this on the table, on, the, on the screen. Celebration brings joy and joy brings motivation. God wants us to keep moving forward in life. And the way to stay motivated as we strive to achieve big things is to remember victories of the past and celebrate them. Remember the good things that have happened And celebrate them. And that will bring you motivation. Let me give you an example. If you want to lose 10 kilos, your trainer tells you, go and start running 3 kilometers per day as part of your program. The first day you fail. You fail to run 3 kilometers. But you find yourself just walking and you walk 500 meters. That is half a kilometer. What do you do? What do you do? Your trainer told you to run for three kilometers, but you only walked for 500 meters. Most people go back home disappointed for letting their trainers and themselves down. You consider yourself as a failure, and you are just a failure, and you are just a failure. Let me tell you what joyful people will do they will go back home and say at least i started at least i get i got out of my house at least i put my shoe my running shoes on at least i walked 500 meters let me celebrate i started i'm active you focus on what happened not what did not happen celebrate minor milestones Celebration breeds motivation motivation breeds gratification and gratification breeds celebration do you see that if you celebrate you get motivated if you get motivated you feel fulfilled it brings gratification when you are gra- you are fulfilled you celebrate isn't it and when you celebrate you get you are motivated and when you, mot- you are motivated, you are gratified, and then when are, you are you are fulfilled, then you celebrate, and then when you celebrate, then you are motivated. And what happens? You keep moving forward, because you keep doing the small things that you are celebrating, and you keep mo- you find yourself achieving. You find yourself achieving. The problem with some people is that they focus on what's not working. They focus on what is going wrong. They dwell on the rest of the journey rather than celebrating the milestone already made. This attitude is well represented in the half full, half empty glass illustration. I, I, I assume that everybody has heard about it, so I didn't bring any glass today. But you know, if you have a glass of water that is empty, is half you know, the water is halfway, and you ask people, How full is this glass? Some people will say is half full, some people will say is half empty. It depends on where you are focusing. If you acknowledge the water, you will say it's half full. If you acknowledge the empty space, you say is half empty. In your life, it is the same thing you may be focusing on what is not happening yet instead of focusing on what has happened. So the secret to more results is to celebrate minor milestones. I'm taking you somewhere, follow me. Celebrate every time you make one step forward in the right direction because celebration brings motivation, Motivation brings gratification and then celebration again. When we celebrate and our celebration is directed to God, how do we call it? Praise. Praise is when you celebrate a milestone but you give credit to God. God, thank you for helping me walk 500 meters today. That is called praise. Then when you praise God, it brings joy. Are you with me? When you have joy, you feel gratification, of course. But joy brings miracles. Joy brings results. Because you acknowledge God, you acknowledge the presence of God, you feel the joy of God in you. That's why the Bible says the joy of the Lord is our strength. And then your joy brings miracles. Why? Because God is happy with you. God is happy with you. He keeps giving you. When you give him credit, he gives you. And then when he gives you, you celebrate again. And then you give him credit again. And then you feel joyful again. And then he gives you again. And then he gives you again. And then you give him credit again. And then you are joyful again. And then you celebrate him again. And then you you get another one. God gives to those who praise him. That's why we know that in the Bible, we know that praise brings miracles. It is in the Bible, in Acts chapter 16, verse 25 to 26, about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying. You can say Silas or Silas, depending on which school you went to. They were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the jail were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's chain came loose. Why they found a miracle? Because they were joyful. Why were they joyful? Because they were praising God. And then they kept praising. And then miracles kept kept happening. If you want to see more of God's miracles, praise him. Give him credit. You will see more miracles. They knew the secrets to move God. If you want to move God, praise him. When we praise, our heart focuses on God and what he's capable of doing. Praise produces faith and faith moves God. When you praise God, you are focusing on what he can do. what is capable of doing. A life full of praise is a life full of miracles. So how do we praise? How do we praise God? Celebration is under our control. We can decide to celebrate or to complain. The decision to be joyful begins by the choice to celebrate. The choice to celebrate. Every person can learn to celebrate. Every person can. But the main reason why many people struggle to celebrate or praise is because. And, and, and don't get me wrong. I, I, I'm standing here to speak the truth to the church. Many people grew up in dysfunctional families. Many people grew up in families where they did not receive praise. They did not learn to celebrate each other. Parents did not pay attention to small steps or improvements made by their children. Parents did not appreciate small effort made by each other or for each other. Dysfunctional families produce a dysfunctional culture. If your parents never celebrated your minor milestones, you tend to struggle to pay attention to your own milestones because nobody has pointed them out to you. Nobody told you, If you learn to brush your teeth in the morning, only that is something to celebrate. They can only tell you how bad you did it and how what you forgot, you know. You still have something here and something here. No, but I've brushed my teeth. Uh, No, no, you still have something here. They're only pointing what's not not working. So if that's the culture you grew up in in your house, you think life is like that. You think you need only to focus on the things that are not working. You understand what I'm saying? If what we experienced in our childhood, the things we experienced in our relationship with people, we bring it to God. We think that's how God is. If our small efforts are not celebrated, we struggle to celebrate our own small effort. And we struggle to celebrate even other people's small effort. Because we think that's how it is. If your family members only point areas where you fell, you will not know how to celebrate your minor milestone. Please understand, you are now in a new family. You've been adopted in the family of God. And our father in heaven is not like your biological father or mother. God loves you unconditionally. God's family is not dysfunctional. And don't get me wrong. Your pastor can be fallible. Your leader, your team leader can be fallible. But God's church is not fallible. The institution can be fallible. Priests can be fallible. But God's church is holy. The one Christ died for is infallible. Human beings inside it can be fallible. You are now in God's family. You can learn to celebrate your small steps because God celebrates them. Every time you try, God celebrates you. Every time you try, God celebrates you. Every time you try, God celebrates you. Every time you say, I'm going to start praying this year, and you try to pray. And the first day, instead of praying for 15 minutes, you find yourself 30 seconds, you are tired. You start to yawn after 50 seconds God says well done my son well done my daughter you tried at least you tried in you you are saying oh I'm just a failure I can't pray like other people look at Annette. look at how she prays I can't pray like her God is saying well done my son he celebrates every small effort you make in the right direction that's the kind of father we have we struggle even to celebrate our own spouses. Why? Because we've never been celebrated ourselves. They keep trying. They cook for us. They did this for us. They did this. And you come home. Why is that, why, why, why is that TV on now? You do electricity. Electricity? Everything is LED these days. Takes very little power. Why do you always keep this office door open? Who cares? Okay, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> when you go home, try to appreciate the little things you find there. Try to appreciate the small things that your wife, your husband, or you, when you go at to work, appreciate your coworkers. appreciate their small effort. Learn to celebrate people. Learn to celebrate people's effort. I know they are not as perfect as you want them to be. They are not yet there, but at least they are trying. Celebrate what they are trying to do. It's only when we celebrate people when we motivate them. Are you with me? It's only when you celebrate your team members that you, celebrate, you, you motivate them. People don't get motivated by being told what they are doing wrong. People get motivated by when you acknowledge their small effort. Oh, they feel, oh I can do it. Then I can do it. Then I can do it. You build confidence in them. If you celebrate v- victories... It breeds momentum. It breeds, it brings momentum. Celebrations. Celebration brings momentum. And momentum brings result. You know it. If you're in the office where you feel every day that you are failing, you feel like quitting, you feel like leaving that job, enough of that. So how to celebrate? We have different personalities. So that we can't all celebrate the same way. But we we should be able to celebrate minor or major milestones. So this is what you do every day when you achieve something. When you do only three push-ups, only three push-ups. You stand, you say, thank you, Jesus. I've done it today. I'm a really fit man. Celebration expressed through words. Write your gratitude. Share it with someone or some people. Say it to God in prayer. Say it. Express it. Say your celebration. Say what has happened. Say it. Write it. Say it. the reason why we know there is celebration in the Bible is, is because some people wrote it, they wrote their celebrations. That's why we know that it's okay to celebrate. Say it. Tell someone. Tell your friend, tell your spouse, tell your children, I'm grateful because this happened. We we have that uh, uh, habit in our house. Every night we ask every person in our home to say something they are grateful about. Every night. People will say three things, two things. One thing that they are grateful about every night. Why? We want to build a culture where people recognize the small things God is doing around them. It brings momentum. It builds strength to keep moving forward. Celebration expressed through songs. Sing loudly. Sing quietly. Give shout of joy. Do it. Except when there is COVID restrictions. (laughs) Any other time, do it. In your bathroom, sing. Like my friend Phil. Sing for joy. It is okay to express. It is even recommended to express, to celebrate your small wins. Celebration expressed through actions. Extend your hand. Do it. When you come to church, extend your hand. God, thank you. I finished that assignment. Thank you. I'm still alive today. Thank you. You gave me that job. Thank you. Say it. Proclaim it. Don't just let miracles come and go. Celebrate each one of them. Give grace, praise to God. He will do more for you. I see God doing things for people in this church. And I'm asking myself, where are celebrations? I don't see people. People can write their problems on Facebook. And when God does something, you don't hear about it. You're asking yourself, you are ready to write about a problem on Facebook but you can't praise God on Facebook. We are pastors. We receive prayer points every week. How many praise reports we receive? I don't know. I, I don't know. People have difficulty. Even when God has done something, you ask them, can you talk about what God has done? Uh, you know, I, I, I got that job. Is that That's all? That's all? You spend two hours to talk about it when you did not have a job. You're taking three seconds to talk about the victory. Come on. Come on, people of God. Learn to praise God. Learn to celebrate. It's a choice. It's a choice. Don't build a sad house. A sad home. You don't, when you don't see the good things that are happening, every day you can only see the mistakes people make. Celebrate each other. Celebrate events. Celebrate things if you're you you are in business and you see like something has increased, like your income has increased, like the, 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 the sales have increased. Celebrate that. Celebrate, find reasons to celebrate. Find reasons to celebrate. Give Thanksgiving offering. There was a special offering in the Old Testament for thanksgiving. I'm giving this because God has done this for me. Expression of gratitude. Kneel in thanksgiving. Reward yourself. Reward yourself. After you have achieved a small milestone, just reward yourself. Do something. Do something. I I can, I can give you examples. I can give you examples. Just Tell yourself, unless I've prayed... For 15 minutes, oh, let's say five, because I know five. Let's say five. I'm not going to watch an episode of my favorite show. So every time I pray, every day I pray five minutes, I will watch one episode. So I will only watch TV after I've prayed five minutes. Then reward yourself. Celebrate that victory. If I read one chapter of the Bible, I can watch a movie. That's my celebration. Small milestones. Celebrate them. Do something to remind you that you have done a milestone. Remember, you are expressing your praise to God who gave you the strength to make your milestone. It is your expression of gratitude. Use whatever way suits you according to your personality. It is God's command to celebrate. Celebrate. Don't wait until you see the full result to celebrate. Most people who made major accomplishments, you read about them in life. Most of them made minor milestones that led to success. Small steps, minor, 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 that led to major milestones. Every time you exercise for 20 minutes, you will eat one slice of chocolate. Good trade, isn't it? Unless you... Exercise for 20 minutes. You Exercise first. Don't tell yourself, I will celebrate first. No, 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 no. You do it first, then you celebrate later. And these are just examples. There are many ways to celebrate. The bottom line is this. If you celebrate your minor milestones, you will accomplish major changes. The celebration of minor milestones motivates the making of major Milestones. So I would say, don't focus on losing weight. Focus on walking 500 meters per day. Does it make sense? Don't focus on the result. Focus on the process. Then one kilometers per day. Then you'll start running. And then you'll build it up slowly. Because if you focus on losing weight, you'll be going on the scale every day. And I'm telling you, after two weeks, you'll still be there you know what i'm talking about so don't look at the scale just keep doing the right thing and one day you'll see the result will be there